You're entering the Chats Connection. Welcome to the Chat Connection Podcast, where you're sure to laugh or give a side eye or two. <laughs> uh, but most importantly, learn about some fun or challenging topics that are what I like to call falsely labeled uh, taboo or stigmas. So join me as I debunk some myths and misconceptions with each guest that joins the show, uh, also known as my brave warriors. So tune in every Saturday and don't forget to like, comment, and subscribe to wherever you listen to podcasts so you don't become one of the people in the back. <laughs> okay. And if you'd like to connect, you can visit the chatconnectionpodcast.com so you can stay in the loop or become a brave warrior yourself. All right now, Mapta Nui, if we that set. Hello, everyone, and welcome to the show. On today's episode, we have life coach Alex, who has been on the show before. Welcome back. Thank you so much for having me. <laughs> Hello, everyone. And just for the people in the back that haven't listened to your previous episode and still need to catch up. Yes. <laughs> Uh, but Alex, you talk about habits that kill success. You said mm -hmm. you're a bravery coach. So you talk about fitness, life goals, business, relationships with food. I mean, you talk about a whole lot of things. So y'all yes. need to go check him out. But remind the people where we can show you some love and support. Certainly. So we have my website, CoachAlexRay.com. If you search on Facebook or Instagram for Coach Alex Ray, I'll pop right up. And then um, any podcast platform, pretty much, if you search for um, Becoming Brave, that's my podcast. So, yes, welcome back. Thank you. I'm so excited to be here with you again. <laughs> well, we'll see at the end of this episode. <laughs> 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 no, we're going to have a great time. I know we will. <laughs> Okay, so obviously, you know, there are extremes and exceptions to every rule. You know, that's a fact. Mm -hmm. So typically when something happens in a community that looks similar to your, you know, physical, mental, financial, whatever that all looks like to you, when something impacts that community, you're going to discuss it with the same group of people who look like that impacted mm, community. Yeah. Because unfortunately, those who don't share that same like all experience as you're in are not going to feel that same impact so uh -huh. i thought because you know i am a black woman you are a white man i wanted to invite you to the show to discuss what i can only describe as an inside view of racial discrimination and trauma mm. uh, we have experienced or still experiencing in the world as it relates to racism and just wanted to get your perspective on what it means to be living in America with white mm. privilege, whether people want to accept it or not. <laughs> 
um it doesn't take away from the fact that you know the privilege is still given so thank you again for being brave and talking through this conversation of course that's what i do i would be a total hypocrite (laughs) i know like i'm coach bravery (laughs) yeah i'm gonna send this one out (laughs) no but to start off um do you understand the magnitude of the phrase white privilege I will pull the bandaid off very swiftly. <laughs> well, I understand the magnitude. No, I don't think I do. I, th- I like, I think I'm beginning to understand it. Mm-hmm. Um, but no, I want to be completely honest. I, th- I don't think that I fully comprehend it yet because the more I get to know, the more I know I don't know. Okay. So we can go through some examples, I guess. I mean, I guess I can start with your views and then I'll poke holes into my reality or call out anywhere that has white privilege. Love it. Let's do it. (laughs) So (laughs) uh, could you walk me down the path on what your version, even though you may not understand it as a whole, but exactly the time you realized that you at least had some white privilege privilege um or or you still don't understand that part oh no so i understand it as the concept i think that i just um the magnitude of that i think it's the right the question you asked of like magnitude i think that there's still things i'm discovering that i'm not aware of right and that that i'm not aware of like oh shoot that's an that's an instance of like not everyone gets treated this way yeah um so I do have an exa- a good example, okay. though. Um, Give it to us. Yeah. <laughs> so it was interesting because it happened very shortly, as in like maybe two weeks before George Floyd was murdered. Mm-hmm. And uh, right. So we have COVID and everything. And I'm walking down the, the street near my house. And I'm, uh, you know, ha- I'm aware of of a difference. Um and was I don't think that I had ever really gone through an experience though and realized, oh my gosh, I'm being given privilege right now. Like realized it in the moment. Gotcha. Until this happened. So I'm walking on the street near my house. I'm on Facebook Live chatting with my audience. Right. <laughs> oh <my laughs> and um and I don't have a mask on, but this was like early in the pandemic when there was very huge extremes of like wear a mask while you're in your car. And I was like, that's stupid. There's no one around me. I'm on a sidewalk next to a street. I don't need to have a mask on. Right. So I'm just walking, chatting to my phone, like a little influencer or something. That's what I look like. <laughs> I'm sure everyone was like, oh, there's one of those obnoxious people. <laughs> And um, I realized that this cop car starts slowing down Mm -hmm. and then it pulls into a street that's like at the next crosswalk I'm going to pass. And I was like, huh, this is weird. Um, And I just had this sense. I'm like, he's watching me. And I was like, is it because I don't have a mask on? And I was like, that's dumb. That can't be it. So anyway, I finished on my little Facebook live. I put the phone away. (laughs) You're like, we're going to wrap this up, people. Right. <laughs> and end scene. <laughs> yeah. Well, he gets out and he starts asking me these questions. Like, He asked me for an ID. And I was like, I'm sorry, I don't have an ID with me, but my house is right down there. Can we go get it? Mm-hmm. And I started realizing, I was like, well, I'm like 
very casual in this encounter. Like, I am not uncomfortable at all. I'm not kind of afraid of anything at all. And um, one of my friends had been sharing with me her experience of being a Black woman around cops. And I think because of hearing her experience, I was aware of it in the moment. I went, oh, this is, huh, hold on. I think this is a little bit white privilege right now. Yeah. Yeah. And then the cop like explains to me, oh, well, you know, I'm looking for this person, shows me a picture on his phone and you kind of match this description. But like, and I'm like, oh, oh yeah, that's I can. Nice. He right. showed you a picture. <laughs> right. He went out of his he way. To you. He's thinking you calmly. Yes. To explain to me. Yeah. And he, right. And I was like, oh boy, hmm, this is not the same treatment. <laughs> yeah. I was a black man on the street. No. Yeah. It would have yeah. been, do you have an ID? No. Yeah. All right. Get in, my, in the back of my car. Yeah. Now, our, our police department locally is actually um, uh, leans more towards a a much more. <laughs> um what what would we what would we call this the nicer I, like what's the word i don't know less nicest. i usually say entitlement but uh i don't okay. know that's the name i'm gonna call okay it. so our our police department is less entitled but honestly i can't remember but i th- i'm pretty sure the black uh, the police officer was a black man and so i started to realize feeling like this kind of dynamic and i was like oh my god hold on this is like white privilege happening right now and um and then i was like well i don't have my id with me can i show you my i was like i I got my he's like are you sure you don't have anything and i was like i have my facebook uh-uh. <laughs> that was, uh-uh. I, I said it wow. half as a joke and half serious. He goes, well, yeah, let me see that. Literally, I pull out my, I was like, I open my Facebook. I show him my Facebook and he goes, well, Mr. Ray, have a great day. Thank you so much. <laughs> and I immediately called my friend and I was like, Leslie, I have got to tell you something. I wow. just encountered white privilege to an extreme and like, it blew my mind because I was so aware of it in the moment. I was like, holy moly, that is what everyone's talking about. I was not scared for a moment. I pulled up, I showed my Facebook instead of an ID. Are you kidding me? Right. Right. And I got to go. And the police officer was apologizing to me. And I was Uh -uh. like, it's okay. Mm -mm. Okay. Now I'm like, now you lie, Alex. (laughs) No, but seriously, you said a few key words that I'm happy that you said, Mm -hmm. because one, you said you immediately realized. And the only reason you immediately realized this is because you were already having the conversations. Yes. Because if you didn't, you wouldn't have that perspective. Like you would have walked your merry own way. Mm -hmm. And then, you know, so... First, you realize because the conversations. Yeah. Like you said at the beginning, we like to we like to be in homogenous groups, right? Where we're yep. like, everyone matches our identity in, in some way. Yep. So most people in that scenario would just kind of write it off as like, oh, well, this is what all my other, like, I can totally think of a group of my friends that all would have the same experience. So this is normal. Everyone in the world must have this experience. Right. And another thing that you said was that you called your friend to say, this is what happened. Mm -hmm. I think I have white privilege. 
So, yeah, those are two big things that most people need to continue to have those conversations, because if you open your eyes and out of your like safe bubble, you'll start to witness that it literally happens every second of every day, Mm -hmm. like no matter if you're in school, workplace, store. I mean, it happens so much and the media has desensitized it. But mm-hmm. it's a lot. So, I mean, to give a better insight, I actually like to like go through different scenarios with you. Totally. Hospital, neighborhood, police. I mean, yeah. there's so many. But um, I guess with the police, even with a police incident, right? Like, walk me through, before the encounter that you previously mentioned, mm-hmm. like, just from your parents or your family upbringing, like, explain your first experience or introduction to police. Um... <laughs> <laughs> it's uh, so um just be respectful to them i mean it was like a simple i don't i don't think we really had a giant conversation about it at all i i knew like our next door neighbor yeah. had a son who was a police officer so they were like there he was there regularly he was a black man by the way um and i so which in a way i think made me like less aware because i was like oh yeah yeah we just you know cops are every like every type of person can be a cop and it was like a very like i felt very at ease with the fact that there were cops and then you know when i got my driver's license it was this thing of like here's what to do and not to do so that the officer doesn't think you have like a gun in the car like just keep your hands on the steering wheel wait till they come be polite and then they are here's what they're gonna ask you they're gonna ask you for your like license registration blah 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 just give it to them and be kind and ask why you're being pulled over but it was honestly like my, I remember the first time I was pulled over, my heart was racing, but it was racing because I was like nervous and uncomfortable of like, oh, am I in trouble? What did I do? Yeah. yeah. It's all like, like from our perspective, yeah. it's more of a, like not only, like you're having a, what did mm-hmm. I do kind of moment. Yeah. And sometimes the perspective is like, okay, what are they going to try to blame me for now? Because I don't know if you've heard the phrase, all black people look alike um i probably have heard that so which is another topic in itself but sometimes we get blamed and not just black people but i'm black so that's what i'm going to speak on but you get blamed for certain situations or to meet a quota the entitlement honey or to meet a stereotype like Mm -hmm. even if you go to the store they might not trust the money that you provide Like you're already being followed under the impression Mm. that they're going to steal. Wow. Like what? Like you're already starting with the benefit of the doubt. Right. (laughs) I do not have people following me around in a store assuming I'm going to take something. No. So it's like you're already starting off with a surveillance Mm. all the time in fact okay so there's a popular phrase in the system that says proven innocent until guilty yes but for the black community it's always you're guilty until proven innocent which is a mine and cluster (laughs) you know yeah i've i can totally see that so like i've that doesn't that does not surprise me and i think my awareness of that actually came about this year. I don't think I was quite aware that, that there was this shift of like in it, um, of that innocent guilty kind of flip flop. 
I don't think I knew that like a year ago. And that's honest, Mm -hmm. like that's transparent. So I'm glad that you said that because I mean, unless you have to live through it on a daily or have family that goes through it daily, like you're not going to notice. Well, until the George Floyd incident, because let's be honest, it's not your like priority or perspective or it's not high enough to care because it's not in your world like unless you search for it yeah right. Um, like i can opt out yeah you can opt out yeah that's a good word for it okay so let's move to a different scenario of white privilege yeah. okay you are let's see applying for a job mm-hmm. <laughs> walk me through your whole process of applying to a job from putting the application in all the way to your first day of work. Okay. Like walk me through what you're doing and your thought process. Okay. Um, my process, I'm trying to think of like a specific time of, of how it happened so I can like walk through that. Okay. So I walked into the place. This was, um, I'm going to use an example of a restaurant that I used to work at. So I walked in, I said, Hey, I'm looking for, I would like to have a job. <laughs> How do I apply? <laughs> Please, I want money. <laughs> Please give me. And, uh, they're like, Oh, it's online. Go fill out. Right. So they're like, step one, follow directions. Step one, right. <laughs> okay, cool. Thank you. <laughs> So I went and filled out the application online. And then (laughs) um, I... So while you're filling out the application, are you like, do you have any thoughts of like, you're not going to get this job or I need to put this application to get this job or like what? Like what goes through your mind as you fill out the application? Um... My thought was I want this job and I'm going to make sure that I do everything in my power to, to get it. Yeah. It was pretty like it, it was as simple as that. There was definitely like, you know, discomfort of like, oh, I don't know. I might not have the experience that they're looking for. And might not, you know, I might not know how to do this. I might not be good enough for the job, whatever. Right. Um, so definitely like nervous that they're not going to accept me for the job. But yeah. So for lack of experience or. Yeah. yeah. Um, Which is normal. But it was <laughs> okay, um, and I really I can't wait to hear yours. Oh yeah, so <laughs> it's definitely right. gonna be a right. different version. So, I'm like, yeah, yours is like skipping through the fields, <laughs> right? And oh, it is skipping through the fields. I also tend to show up to, um, you know, like the, this is part of the reason that I coach bravery in that, like, I I do tend to have a lot of fear about certain things, but, um, yeah, I've gotten really good at, um, having fear and doing it anyway. Mm. And that's what bravery is. Bravery is like having fear and then the willingness to go through it anyway. Yeah. And so I've had it, but then like, um, you know, I was like, I'm going to go in, I'm going to do all the scary things so that I can make sure that I'm at the top of like the pile um, of like, I want to be in their face. Right. So like 
not in their face. That's maybe a bad yeah. way of saying it. But like, <laughs> yeah, I went into so brave there. Oh, you made us today. Right. <laughs> so I filled out the application, and then I went in. I dressed up. Um, okay, okay. Like to make sure that I. Oh, actually, no. You know what happened? I remember what happened. I actually gotten hired in another place, and the place was a freaking train wreck. I showed up for training, and she was like. Oh, I'm sorry. It's too busy today. You're going to, um, after making me sit at a table for 30 minutes. <laughs> so I left there and I went back to the other place to check on my resume. Because mm-hmm. the first one hadn't even officially hired me. There was no paperwork involved. It was like, it was a mess. So I go in there fully dressed, ready. And that was kind of an important way of learning. Like I learned a lesson there. Like he, he hired me right on the spot. He was like, I'm impressed that you're already dressed. Like... <laughs> for work um and he's like i reviewed your resume and everything um let's just talk about when you can start and everything so it was a really kind of a cakewalk good transition yeah Yeah. and he you know he asked me some he asked me some interview questions and stuff before releasing the fact that he already had read my resume and was like impressed that i was dressed for the job um but yeah simple easy pretty much a cakewalk nervousness inside but you know I, yeah. I, 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 I want to hear your <laughs> So encouraging. I, like, <laughs> I know. <laughs> this is nothing. No. That is a dream. That sounds so good. That's optimistic, Alex. <laughs> like a little golf clap. <laughs> Here you go. Here you go. <laughs> uh, yes. Okay. So, again, this is my perspective, you know, as a black woman. And, of course, our experiences, no matter black, white, man, woman, you know, they're all going to be different right. depending on your perspective. Right. But in general, there are some. Yeah. In general, there's going to be some commonalities. Yeah. So, from the application process. <laughs> okay. <laughs> so, okay. Your nerves start or you start thinking about. Oh, your lack of experience, right? Uh-huh. That's what you said. Yeah. Like our our thought process starts with our name. Mm, and that I've heard before. From yeah. our name. Because like yeah. I previously mentioned, even walking in the store, again, it's associated with, okay, you're black. You know, you're not going to start off ahead, right? Right. So depending on your name alone. Yeah. You're already going to be like, oh. like some people, whether you know this or not, use their middle name to soften the blow. Really? Yeah. Like, let's say they have a more white approved name. Mm-hmm. They'll put their middle name as their first name and be like, OK, at least mm-hmm. I can at least go through the process and at least have a chance. And that's starting with the name. Shit, right. <laughs> So let's continue down. <laughs> okay. Uh-huh. Right. I just feel like I'm like Alexander Ray. <laughs> You're like Alexander Ray. Let right. me get my <laughs> And then if your name passed, like let's say my name is Alex. Okay. Mm-hmm. Like I'm Alex Ray today. <laughs> right. Right. So I'm like, okay, check. Now I go down to the part that says, oh, we're collecting data and all that jazzy stuff about non-discriminatory BS, you know, and you read, what is your race? Mm-hmm. Like that is 
another oh, thing that causes stress and makes you second guess like mm. oh because again you're thinking are they mm-hmm. gonna pull my application like depending on how you answer that can i ask a question real quick of course this is transparency time okay what is the main driver of the fear like it's like okay if i if they know i'm black they might not hire me because because Well, it's because of a lot of things associated. So, for example, they might not pay you what you deserve or not even give you a chance to get interviewed. Because at the end of the day, I mean, it's unfortunate, but with Mm -hmm. any person, like myself included, there's a thing called unconscious bias. Yeah. So... No matter what it is, like it could be a smell, it could be a whatever. We all have unconscious bias. Right. So you don't know the other person's experience. You know, previously Mm -hmm. you said that you had that conversation, but not everyone has that conversation. And so if you go back Mm -hmm. to when I said the homogenous perspective of knowing what you know, who knows what you've been watching or your view of black people are. But so far... Our view of Mm. living day-to-day experience hasn't been that great. (laughs) Because just like I mentioned, guilty until proven innocent. Got it. So it's like, it's an assumption that whoever's reading this like I'm, I'm, ju- I'm not gonna. I'm already knock every time I answer a question that makes me or identifies me as black. I'm getting knocked down on the. Correct. And not given uh, the okay. same opportunity or benefit okay. of doubt. And that's the application. Mm-hmm. <laughs> okay. Right. Let alone right. your experience and yada, yada, yada. Okay. So now your call for the interview. Mm-hmm. <laughs> so the interview, obviously, they're going to see me. <laughs> right. Okay. So you talked about the appearance <sighs> Like fully dressed. Now, black mm-hmm. people, you know, we know how to dress, okay? Right. <laughs> you yes. know, it's not so much <laughs> the concern of the tire that isn't a part of me, um, at least from my perspective as a mm-hmm. black woman. I'm more concerned in thinking about my hair. Your hair? Yes, my hair. <laughs> Why your hair? <laughs> so, yes. I'm glad you asked, Alex. <laughs> Welcome to the struggle. Like as soon as he said, I'm like, yes, yeah. I think I know, by my <laughs> by my conversations right. with other um, with with my black friends, like I kind of am like I'm like putting pieces together right now. I want to hear it from you though. <laughs> yes. Okay. You would think something so trivial, but yet your hair. Something as simple as your hair, again, goes back to white privilege, Mm -hmm. whether you want to accept it or not. I mean, there's videos that you can research. I mean, it goes all the way back. A lot of people have been conditioned to think that if your hair is in a certain type of way, or let me put it this way, like the more white it looks, Mm -hmm. meaning straight, slick, you know, like not kinky, anything that Mm -hmm. doesn't attach to blackness, Because blackness equals, and that's not what it equals to, but in a white world, Mm -hmm. blackness equals unprofessional and whiteness equals Mm -hmm. professional, which is why we have code switching, so many other things. So there's a constant struggle on not just your appearance, like dressing wise, but more so what am I going to do with my hair? 
Like, do I have to wear it straight, take out my braids or stretch, you know? Right. So that's why you see people with wigs or hat. Yeah. Like, like, it doesn't matter if you're natural. More than likely, like, you're going to be stressed if you walk in with a fro or locks or kinky curl. Like, whatever your natural right. is to you. Because, again, you know what I mean? Yeah. I get to wear my wig for fun on Instagram. <laughs> <laughs> if I wore mine for an interview, I would not be hired. Right. <laughs> and I still got to get a straight one. <laughs> I have this long blue wig. It was, I did a drag fundraiser. Oh my God. I, just, I had to throw that in there for some humor. But <laughs> no, you have to sometimes. Yeah, wow. <laughs> um, no, but we literally and constantly have to think of every single thing that makes us us. Mm-hmm. Ironically, like your name, your hair, if you're a woman, your sex. Because let's face it, you know, there's still a big right. differentiation right. between pay and what you deserve because I've seen because I've been in managerial positions where a white person can come with less experience, less education and still get more money than a black person who has more experience and more education. And now if you're lucky, you know, because this is like we're pushing through this application process successfully for this scenario. Mm -hmm. (laughs) So let's say you start the job, you then deal with subtle racism in the workplace. And that, my friend, that 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 could be a whole nother episode. Shoot, series. Right. But we literally deal with racism so frequently that at least for myself, you know, I've had to bottle or prioritize which ones I'll fight someone over or sweep under the rug. <laughs> and for that moment, to just get through the day, for instance, like I've had, again, this goes back to, you know, do all black people look alike like no we don't (laughs) right right no right (laughs) i mean when you've only ever seen one black person in your life (laughs) right they all look the same like i got twins everywhere y'all i mean come on right (laughs) like okay but i'll just pick the last place of employment i had a lady who, mind you would call me a different name as another black colleague Hmm. like Our names aren't even the same syllables. I'm a different complexion than she was. We look nothing alike. Oh, my. I'm a different height than she is. Like, everything is completely different. And she would call me by the other person's name. Oh, my God. Or even worse, you may be in a higher role than a white person. And even though... You know, they won't admit it. Like oftentimes I found that an approval or just the mere acceptance of an idea can get dismissed as if you automatically don't know what you're talking about. Unless, caveat, (laughs) someone that is white confirms or backs it up and supports it. So, yeah, like there's a whole bunch of stuff that happens on a daily, like both in and out of corporate settings. So, yeah, that's the fast version, okay, of just the application and working so yeah it's a lot Mm -hmm. um mind you you still have to deal with everyday life like you got family you got relationships i mean there's so many things i want to point out real if i can i'm sorry i want to point out two things that really stood out to me there to like highlight them one was like when you said like ahead of time trying to hide your blackness because you don't know what the other person's experience is i think that really um that really hit me because i realizing like oh 
you're also kind of juggling like you don't know what like at least if you if you knew that everyone just thinks that black people have like no experience mm-hmm. then at least you can do everything to try to focus on look i have a lot of experience right and then there's but you have like you're like well i don't know which bias i'm dealing with i could be dealing with all 457 right. of them all of them so that already i'm like oh my god that's overwhelming to be like which thing do i need to overcome all of them maybe yeah which is like why when the george floyd incident happened at least i can talk for myself um is that a lot of times, because there are so many things to overcome, when you go into the workplace, sometimes I don't want to say a safe haven, but at least I can compartmentalize it, like fake or not, because in this building, I can at least control this, this, and this. Yeah. So it's like, let me focus on this work. Yeah, you try to Lisa go sit down, but I'm going to focus on this and this you know what i mean (laughs) so when the george floyd incident happened it started seeping into the workplace as well like there was no barrier or safe Uh space like it it affected everything and bust the so-called bubble and then you have the people that think i'm the token black girl that speaks for and teaches for everyone (laughs) you know what i mean like what do you think Which in the previous episode, we talked about how I became the token gay that spoke for everyone, right? <laughs> I would right. never wish like, that on anyone. <laughs> what a horrible... Like, now y'all want my opinion right. on the trauma part. Ex- <laughs> except for I have a benefit, right? Well... I can uh, at least... Um... <laughs> not very well, but I can try... <laughs> I was going to say, um, I don't know if you can, but... I don't try anymore. You should say right? at least one can. Right. Someone can. Right. Kind of... Right. <laughs> and younger me really did that all the time. He felt... And it was really funny because, like, young people really... Or young people. I mean, people that I grew up with... I'm so young. ...didn't know. But people... Right. <laughs> That's not what I mean. I mean, people that I knew when I was young and grew up with like they didn't know i was gay but people that i met after like 16 all of them they were like well, duh right when i came <laughs> right they were like sorry what was the surprise like what are you gonna tell us I this is understand. what you brought us here for so <laughs> right are you paying for this meal at least a little coming out lunch i literally did that um yeah like we don't have that luxury. Oh. No, like I'm black no matter what. Right. And you can even take it to any level. Like Will Smith, you yeah. like you can't say, Oh, I have tons of money. Like yeah. if stopped, I have the same fear. Because mm-hmm. it doesn't matter if I am a doctor, mm-hmm. it doesn't matter if I'm an astronaut, it doesn't matter your title when you are black. Like that is your title for a majority but we are so much more than our skin shows yes like we are so much more than that yes so as a gay man yeah do you see some of these things that i'm saying even in the lgbtqia plus community some um you mean the like the privilege of whiteness versus blackness sure yeah definitely i mean and even to the point where like um like grinder is a very popular gay app right um 
for anyone not familiar with it, it's a dating in giant quotes <laughs> app. Mostly it's just a hookup app. Is it's a hookup dating? app, let's be honest. <laughs> right. What is single dates? First dates only. <laughs> First dates. <laughs> and you don't really. Oh, man. <laughs> Names don't matter. <laughs> Neither do faces. Oh my me tell you, <laughs> And that's the, the dating app. on there just torsos. <laughs> just only? shirtless torsos. That's it. <laughs> oh my gosh. So okay, so like let's take Grinder for example, which is a thing that's very big in the gay community, right? Um, and it's just for gay men. Yeah. Even within that pocket, like there are people's profiles. Mm-hmm. that say um uh and like i apologize for the offensiveness of this this is literally what people and there are t-shirts about it now that like switch it but it's a, it'll say like no fats no femmes no blacks and that's the dating and app. right <laughs> that's going to be like their profile. Like, Hey, just so you know, if you match these things, don't talk to me. And I let, there's a t-shirt that's out now that says like, yes, fats, yes, fans, yes, blacks. Yes. Like all the, and that's, you know, I love that they're kind of like turn that around anyway. So yeah, right off the bat, I'm like, and then there'll be like, just a preference. (laughs) Okay. Like, (laughs) um, (laughs) why is that? Your, oh, man. your profile information. Here's, here's, how, they don't even have their freaking name. It's like a torso with like oh my goodness. their age <laughs> and that. And that's all you got to go on, right? And that's the dating and it's app. Just, right. And thankfully, Grinder as a brand cracked down on that. And I, I think that they actually search for keywords like that and like prevent people from doing it now because I haven't seen it um, in in like this year. And they also mm-hmm. did some ad campaigns and stuff around it to like counteract it. But like, so I see, I see that there. I see even within the community, there's also, you know, like gays, us guys, we still have the most privilege of anyone, right? And then probably next is lesbians. Mm-hmm. And like at the bottom, we have trans people and they're given less privilege. And God forbid you're a black trans person. Actually, the the um, the probably the most discriminated against is black trans women. Mm. And so there is thankfully some of us in the community who are um, actively trying to change that. Yeah. Um, I I say some of us. I I honestly am not as active as like I would like to be. I I control what I say and what I put out there. And if I see somebody being an asshole, like I, I call them out, but, mm. um, but there are actually people that are really doing a phenomenal job of, of pushing advocacy. That's like actually making a very large impact in the community now, but uh, it's really stupid because of a, pl- a place where we're trying to push for acceptance of humans and like, Let's not worry about your gender. Let's not worry about who you go to bed with. Let's just see you as a person. Oh shit, you've got a different skin color. Never mind. <laughs> I was gonna say, except if you're black. Right. And um 
that's like that's fucked up (laughs) yeah you see even in the community that's pushing for acceptance you see what i'm saying oh yeah like that's why i'm like black people please go to therapy yes please please and please like i'm an advocate for it like man i know we talked about it a lot in our previous episode but there's some things that like like without thinking it won't have an effect on you like everyone needs mental health check-ins you know what i mean so yeah and like that that stigma in the black community is it's like here's something that could be really helpful therapy but then there's a stigma to not go yeah that's really um pushing for keeping things unequal right right? and you can't bottle all of this in like without thinking it won't have an effect on you and I know, and I, I'd be happy to send you this link if you want to put this in like the show notes or something, but there's um, a website, I think it's called the Black Coach Collective. Mm-hmm. Can't rem- I'm, I might be messing that up, so I'll, I'll let you know, but a website that it, in my industry of life coaches, and, it's, and it has just Black life coaches on it. Mm. And so if you're kind of looking for somebody that really can identify with you, knows what you're going through, um, I can really help you. There are some general life coaches, and then some of them specialize in, in things like finances or marriage, et cetera. So. Well, that's good. I'm going to include it. So y'all don't have any yeah. excuses now. Get yourself a coach, get yourself a therapist, like right work on you for sure because otherwise like it's just playing into this this game of suppression Mm. well i'm glad that i mean although you don't know all the things i mean hey some things (laughs) like we we can't you know we we can't right right (laughs) but just people should just view people on a human level like that's it Period. Yeah, you know exactly. what I mean? But I don't like when people say, I don't see color. It's like, <laughs> That's uh, bullshit. <laughs> <laughs> uh, Did your eyes fall out? <laughs> <laughs> Are you blind? <laughs> so quick note on that i used to oh be one goodness. of the people that said that because i thought it was being helpful i really did i'd be like alex please have several seats right please. no 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 that. <laughs> and what i what i found out was <laughs> like no one's asking that right and i i was like oh yeah i really wouldn't because okay i had friends that <laughs> not current friends <laughs> you try to dissociate you're like uh, oh yeah. let's be clear <laughs> right they were like well you're gay but we don't see you as gay <laughs> what? i was like you asshole what's what's wrong what with me being mean? gay why do you gotta close your eyes and pretend it doesn't exist right. it's that awful right. i'm that offensive and then i was like what the fuck i get it doing the same doing the same thing same yeah. thing that's totally offensive. Totally not meant to be. I know it, it came from a, a, an intention of being nice. Very You rude. came from an innocent <laughs> at your time. No, I, I would say more a right. naive. I would use naive more. Naive. That's a great word. Yeah. 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 So I see yeah. you in all your blackness and you're beautiful and wonderful and I love you. Thank you, honey. <laughs> I'm color aware. <laughs> I'm like shining bright. <laughs> He's not blind anymore, guys. <laughs> he can see. I can see. Uh, no, but the best way to wrap this episode up really is to don't be naive, okay? Right. We're in 2020 now. 
You got the news at your fingertips. Stay Man. away from it. <laughs> <laughs> you have articles, books, yep. movies, this podcast. I mean, mm-hmm. <laughs> there's no excuse now. Like you may have played that card before, but there is absolutely no excuse why someone cannot do their research. Because mm-hmm. if you really want to learn, like it doesn't matter what the subject is. Like if you want to learn about making your butt firmer, <laughs> if you want to learn about whatever it is, right. like you're going to do the research, right? Like you um, will apply that same methodology and put the work into doing the research, just leaving right. it to someone else to inform you. But ask questions and don't stay in that naive, right. I'm putting quotation, <laughs> uh, space uh-huh. anymore. And I think be open. Yes. Yeah, like, yeah. Everyone just needs to be like, hey, I'm always in learning, right? That's the best place to be. So thank you, Alex, for being a brave warrior. Y'all go check him out. Well, thank you so much for having me again. It really, it's such an honor to talk with you. And I love all of our conversations. Always a pleasure. I'm very thankful for that discussion. Like, what were some of your takeaways? Wait, before you answer, Were you part of the group of people sitting in the front or the group of people in the back for this episode? (laughs) Because it makes a difference. I mean, if you were sitting in the front and think someone else should join or hear the conversation, then go ahead and leave a review and share this episode. However, (laughs) if you were sitting in the back, then don't, okay? Don't do me like that, you hear me? Instead, why don't you send your thoughts on what you want discussed or featured by visiting the chatconnectionpodcast.com. Okay, we good. <laughs> now stay blessed and forget the rest. Mwah. Mwah. You gotta get both cheeks, so that's considered rude, okay? <laughs> Cheers.